let's go back to the year 1958, when McCall's Magazine published an article entitled 129 Ways to Get a Husband. This was making the rounds on Twitter, and I couldn't help but uh, screenshot the article and just share with you a little tidbits that um, maybe you all can just start adding to your life, and, and then you can report back whether they worked or not. Some lovely ones to highlight. Uh, number 17, be friendly to ugly men. Handsome is as handsome does. They obviously didn't have dating apps in 1958. On a plane, train, or bus. Don't sit next to a woman, sit next to a man. Pretty sure sexual assault and harassment did exist in 1958. Uh, no ma'am. Go back to your hometown for a visit. The wild kid next door may have become a very eligible bachelor while you were away. Yeah, he's probably still living in his parents' basement, probably has a few illegitimate children, um, and is working at the local donkeys. So no, probably not. By far, one of my favorites on this list is number 40 which is stand in a corner and cry softly. Chances are that he'll come over to find out what's wrong. No, chances are is that he's going to think you're a raging alcoholic that has emotional issues. And that's the last thing he's going to want to do. So uh, I'm glad it's not 1958, even though we complain that dating in 2020 is just as horrific. But I, I don't think I'd be administering any of these tips to my dating life. One on here, though, that... <laughs> resonates with today's episode is number 18. Tell your friends that you're interested in getting married. Don't keep it a secret. Well, in today's age, it's really no secret if you're single or not. And it's definitely highlighted and brought into the spotlight at weddings. So I'm just going to get right into it today. Our guest, today's guest and I met at a wedding and we were single at the time. We're both still single now. And we're going to get into that. So without further ado, Let's dive in. On the podcast today is a fellow single gal who I met through mutual friends uh, when we were kind of involved in all of the things around a wedding. So this is where you find your people, really. You got to stick together, single ladies. When you're going to bridal showers, you know that there's going to be a wedding, you need somebody to sit with, and then you just bond. And so my guest today is exactly that. We bonded last year at uh, some wedding festivities and we're still rocking that single girl status. So I'm here to present Jess as our guest this week. Jess, welcome to the show. Hi, Kristen. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yes. I'm ready to share my horror stories with you. I am so excited for you to be here. And what really prompted me to reach out to you to see if you want to be a guest was a recent post that you shared on Facebook uh, that was a screenshot of a DM that is pretty typical on the site. So uh, I have it up in front of me. Do you have it as well? You probably have it. I do. Yeah. Mind. Yep. Why don't you? Oh, no, that? I know. I, I have it. Up, I have it. Up, I mean, not to be. Um let's say rude, but I get these all the time. So I'd have to keep them in order to, to know which one was which. I was on, you know, these lovely dating apps that everybody seems to have luck on and they have all these cute little hashtag wedding things like swipe to the right for life. And, you know, uh, all these really sweet, sweet things. Oh, we found each other on, on Bumble and Tinder. And I'm like, I can do that. This is going to be so easy. Uh, no, it is not. I get so many inappropriate 
text to the point where in my profile, Kristen, I have to write, I'm 33. I understand what a penis looks like. You don't need to send it to me right away. Oh, wow. Thank you. Like, that's how bad it's been. What are you that's on? Is that OkCupid? Because I feel like that in Tinder. No, that's Bumble. Really? That's Bumble. And now Tinder, I have it on there too. So I literally, at one point, I was like, is that rude for me to write? But I was getting so many sent to me. I was like, I don't even want to open these these mails anymore. Like I'm like I can't. It's not even a hi. How are you anymore? Like where did the as you say like where did all the John Wayne go? Like I don't need to see. But long story short, I got one message that just said, "Do you want to get pregnant?" Ew. I yeah. That was just uh, one that was like, "Oh yeah." Um, I was just curious if you were looking to get pregnant, and I said, um, "That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard." No. Um, and then the other one I got, which is what I find the weirdest, the guy has a fetish and he openly admits that he's in a relationship and that he gets okay. And he has permission to go and, and do these, these fetishes. And, and this particular one was a, a foot fetish. He, he wants a friend that he can just explore their feet. And that was what bum, was it Tinder or Bumble? I think it was Tinder. Tinder lets you pick like one secret admirer thing like a day. So I click like a random one and that's what they think my secret admirer obsession should be is a foot fetish. I'm like, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I can't. Yeah. And I'm finding that more and more. There's like guys with fetishes or like they have multiple partners or they're married and like, Mm -hmm. mm, like, you know, everyone's got their thing, I guess, but. But the thing is, like in your profile, do you put like when you, when you're on it, like, do you put, I'm not looking for a hookup. I'm looking for something serious. That's what I put in there. Oh, I make it do. very clear. Like what mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting to the point now, Chris, or no, I don't want to play games anymore. I don't want this chase and hunt game thing. I don't want anything. I don't want to talk to you for three weeks and then have you say, okay, just disappear. Right. I don't need it. So I'm very clear on my sites. And yet I still, the amount of times that I get these weird people, I just can't. One time, Kristen, you ready for this one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I got a, a DM and it was from a person who wanted to sit in the corner and watch me have sex with somebody else while they jerked off in the corner. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I wish I was making that up. And then... I, I asked because then I was like, well, now I need to know why you would want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's not even like interesting. What, like when she wouldn't be part of it, like that's a weird, like whatever. And he said he liked the idea that I would be going in search of a better lover than him. What? Yeah. I wish I could make this up. Like, I wish I could make this up. It's interesting you say that because we've had very uh, different guests on the podcast and but they haven't had at least they haven't disclosed that they've had these intense experiences <laughs> as you have so how long have you been on the apps for oh i'm scared to admit it <laughs> <laughs> it's like embarrassing I, yeah, I, on and honestly off. on and off i've been doing it for like a year two years oh that's um, not bad at all <laughs> yeah like a year two years because i'm not gonna lie i was like really scared to do the app the dating yeah. app scene I like the idea of the old fashioned, you meet somebody out, you make connection across the room, they approach you, like, instead of me having to make that first move, I like that guy coming on, coming up to me and being that bold, brazen guy. Isn't that so nice? Like, it's so nice when you don't have to feel like you're the man in the relationship and having to take (laughs) the lead. And it's like, I want someone to want me. 
And yes, if I want you back, I will clearly let you know. I, I do not like the idea of dating apps. I still don't like it. But my sister-in-law actually talked me into going on it. She's like, you know, my brother met his on the dating, his wife on the dating app. And now they have um, one kid and one on the way. And I'm like, well, I'll give it a shot. Um, it's just been a nightmare. It's just been a nightmare. I'm sure you're going to understand this because your family is so supportive of you. Um, <laughs> my, I don't know my, about that. <laughs> my family, my family is I mean, if I could tell you how many times my parents said to me, it's okay if you're a lesbian. I understand it. Um, <laughs> I'm like, okay, no, like, that was actually not. a rumor um, that my extended family had started um, about me that they said, you're probably a lesbian. And my response to that, and like had like, you know, how extended families, they have like gatherings yeah. and they talk and um, yeah, that went around. And I was like, I would love to be a lesbian. Women would support. <laughs> It'd be a lot easier. It would be so much easier. Would understand all of my emotional needs, but I just don't feel that way about women. Like and women are beautiful. I, I have <laughs> no. to every. I can't even tell you how many times I've had to be like, listen, guys. Like I appreciate that you would accept me no matter who I am, which is a great thing to have in family. Like mm -hmm. it's fantastic. But I was like my supportive family going into that. I got catfished by this one guy, and. I show, my brother goes, show me a picture of him. And he goes, you're like a six. This guy's like a 10. You need to lower your standards. Oh my God. <laughs> Meanwhile, that guy that he's calling a 10 probably does not look like that. No. And, and to be honest, Kristen, the guy wasn't even that good looking. So I said, Mike, what does that even mean? To your point too, I think what um, is pretty common is when you get on the apps is you get on because other people have found love. Yes. Um, so one of my best friends found her partner on there and like lived happily ever after. And I was like, okay, like, I guess that makes sense. Like yep. it's just the bar scene is different now that, especially when you're not 25 anymore, it's like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you ever go to the bar and be like, Oh great. Are you 18 or are you 30? I can't tell anymore. Or they're too old. I love to go and like watch a game and have a drink. And then like you look at the bar and you can see like the people that are on dates on one end and then like college boys. And then it's just the old guys that are sitting by themselves, you know, eating some wings and drinking beers and they're there all night. So you're just kind of like, okay. <laughs> you're like stuck. You're stuck in that in between. And it, yeah. it absolutely stinks. I was talking to you about this earlier. When I was in my 20s, I didn't want attachment. I didn't, I wanted to go out. I wanted to have a good time. I, you know, senior week in college, I can still remember standing in the middle of the street and my friend Leslie have, I'm like, I don't know where to go. Where am I? Like, and my friend having to come and pull me out of the street and bring me to the bus to go back home to college. Like that was so fun. But I kind of wish that I said to myself, take life a little bit more serious because mm -hmm. at that point I had suitors and I just was like, no thanks and now I'm just like come back yeah and I think it's it's different too in that way that you know when you're in your 30s you're definitely a little bit more independent you're finding yourself but yeah it's kind of like those prospects are dwindling a little bit I do want to pause for a moment because we could get into so many things oh, yeah. <laughs> um but I do want as I ask every guest to participate in our not a John Wayne segment. So this segment, again, if you're new to the podcast or you're a little bit familiar is where guests make their plea as to what does not make a John Wayne. So 
we've already <laughs> talked about a few, but I think you have something planned. Is that correct? I do. If you're married or in a relationship, don't try and get with me. <laughs> yes. All right. That is a good one for sure. Especially since you are pretty open about not wanting, you know, hookups or all that you're looking for a relationship. I'm going to set the timer at one minute and you can start whenever you're ready. Please, if you are married or in a relationship, do not contact other women. We know that your wife is really not okay with it. Like if you have pictures of you and your wife and you're like, oh, we're looking for a threesome, that's a little bit more realistic than you putting a picture up saying, oh, my wife's okay with me going on this this app and getting your information and getting to meet you and, and having a good time as long as I go back to her. That's not true. No woman ever feels that way. And if that is true, you are not in a happy marriage. And Maybe you should start looking for something else, like, you know, a lawyer. But please, I don't want to ruin a marriage. That's nobody's goal in life, as far as I'm concerned, is to ruin a marriage, especially if there's kids involved. At my age, there normally is kids involved at this point. No marriage or inner relationship. I want you single. That's it. That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I think you've hit it on the head. As we talked about before, there's definitely like an influx of threesomes and married people. Oh, yeah. um, also, I think, I don't know if you've ever seen this, like I've seen people that are on Facebook that I'm Facebook friends with that I may like maybe an acquaintance from past years that are in relationships and then you see them on- <gasps> Wicked awkward. <gasps> Wicked awkward. And you're like, oh snap, does so-and-so know that he's on there? Yeah. Uh, or you know what's really, really awkward? So I work at a daycare mm -hmm. and I'll see parents on there. Oh, no. Because like, like Tinder will like do, oh, 30 miles within your area or so, however many miles you set it. Yeah. And I'll get, I'll get parents on there. So, no. Oh, no. This is oh, just awkward. Yeah. I think even just going back to the whole like married thing, yeah. Okay. A lot of famous couples, let's say like Ella, Angelina and Brad, even though they didn't last, like got together through cheating. How long did that last? Right. <laughs> and for us, like, I think, okay, whatever, you know, if you're just like slumming it in your twenties, like, I don't think people really care about that. But I think at this point in time, especially women our age are looking to mm -hmm. settle down. That's not like the end goal. And that's not like the goal of the first date, but no, like, no, 100%. why it's not cool. I mean, I've been cheated on in relationships and oh. that's certainly not what I'm looking for. So like, no. I feel like at this point though, like in your thirties, yeah, I'm not going on the first date being like, okay, this is my resume. I need your resume. Here's, here's this. This is what I want to know. Let's see if we can get married. That, that's not what I want. I just want somebody normal. Like I want someone that I can actually have a conversation with and, and watch a game with and not be scared that they're going to roofie my drink. I always, you know, guys are, and what I have talked, talked to guys or whatever, and you say that, like, they act like women are asking so much of them or- it, it really like just wants someone normal. And Hey, if there isn't a spark and it doesn't work out, that's fine. But, ugh. and I think also just, 
and I definitely want to get a male's perspective on this too, but like, what are they like? I feel like women are a little bit more, right. We're a little bit more lenient. Like there's things we had, um, Julian last week and she talked about like, you know, the guy that from hinge, that was a complete asshole was like five one. And she was, you know, that was something that she kind of was like, well, all right, like I can let that go. But I feel like with guys, you have to be, yeah, here's a Barbie doll. You have to be her. They want you to do whatever they want you to do whenever they want to do it. PSA to guys, if they listen to this, or we'll just use the soundbite, is all we're looking for is someone normal that can act mature and not be a dick. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. it. Period. 110%. That's all I want. One of the things I wanted to ask you, so, you know, opened the show and talked about how we met at a wedding. And, you know, I feel like this is kind of like the thing, uh, you know, you get to that point in your life where everyone is part of your friend's group is getting married and, you know, yep. really just like, the invitation with no plus one. <laughs> right. It a hundred percent. Um, when I did get a plus one before I did write like my dream celebrity on the line of like who I'd love to date, but yeah, you get no plus one. And then you're also like, especially if you're not like super close with the family members or other mm-hmm. friends, like it's kind of awkward. So oh, yeah, I was what like, are your thoughts on this? The wedding that you and I went to, the, the one that we're talking about, I think, thank God I met Kristen because <laughs> I knew about one other person because this was from a college friend of mine that I went to mm-hmm. and I knew one other person, but then they were there with their husbands and I knew the parents of the bride and then the parents of the friend that was there and that's it. Yeah. And there was no single guys there. It was just me. I was like, everybody was coupled. And I don't know about you, but when they did all the single ladies go to the floor, I was mortified. (laughs) This is what I want to talk about. Because literally, I think it was me, the flower girl. (laughs) Oh, I was there. And me. <laughs> and, but I made you come out. You didn't want to. I made you. I'm like, I'm not going out there by myself. And I was like, you are coming. And I dragged <laughs> you out there. Remember, I caught the bouquet. Yes, I did. Yes, didn't you did. Guess, guess what? I wasn't the next one being married. That's a hoax. But <laughs> I caught the bouquet. But I remember bringing it back to the table and being like, anybody else want this? Like, this is mortifying. Yes. I've been to a bunch of weddings and they're not doing the, um, what is it? The thing on the, the garter. Yes. The guys aren't doing that. They're not doing that anymore. But like, I feel like when they toss a bouquet, like I'm being led out to like my massacre and I have uh-huh. to line up and be like, Oh my Everyone's God. Staring. Oh, these are all the, the girls that can't get anybody right now. Yeah. And it, literally just stand there. And then deep inside, I'm like, I could definitely jump in the air and like elbow some people in the face and get this. If, but I was like, I don't want to highlight myself. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a champion. I have to win. So <laughs> it doesn't matter if I make myself look like a fool. Like I'm getting that bouquet. It was, oh my God, you feel, you know what it is, Kristen, is you know you're a strong, independent woman and you don't need a guy. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a strong, independent <laughs> woman and I don't need a guy, but it would be nice to have one. And then- you're like spotlighted that you don't. Yeah. And then you get depressed. And I can't tell you how many drinks I had after that. I don't remember. <laughs> it is. It's definitely but, like, I think it's super highlighted when it, you go to events like that. Like you're yeah. like, you know, you're living your life, whatever. But yeah, yeah. then straight up, I'm not a slow dancer. It, I think it's freaking weird. I don't yeah. like that closeness. Even if I've been in a relationship, I like 
exit stage left. But then when that comes on, I'm like, oh my God, middle school dance. Like I'm on a dance by myself. <laughs> I think at one point we grabbed each other because everyone oh, else probably. was dancing. And I was like, oh, back to high school. Or the photo booth was open. I'm just like, I'll just hang out in the photo oh, booth. Oh, that was fun, over. though. <laughs> it's a great place to hide. <laughs> it is a great place to hide. And there's a curtain that you can pull. No, and it, and you know what you know what kills me is, but it bothers me so much when someone says, I don't understand why you're still single. You're yes. just so nice and you're yep. so sweet and you deserve nothing more than the best. Or well, like, oh, you're, you're pretty. That out. You're pretty. Like you're, what's, you're what's wrong? Yeah. Like why you're beautiful and you're just so sweet and kind. Like, why are you still single? Yeah. Like it has to be by your choice. It's not without effort. Like, yeah. you know, but it's it takes a lot of effort to be the single. <laughs> But also just like what's out there. Like I think at this time in our yeah. lives, like you either have men that are newly divorced that are coming out of relationships, which like, you know, some, some may want to inherit children or, you know, and some yeah. may not. And then you have this other like, or then, okay, no, there's three groups. The other group is just men that are really, really old that waited too long yep. and they're at a different stage of their life that you may not be inclined to get involved with. And then you've got this middle pack where it's guys yep. our age that are still like, oh, I want to drink beers with my bros and like, you know, take off and go on vacation and like mm -hmm. hook up with multiple girls. And it's like, buddy, you're on the decline. <laughs> you know, you're, you're at that point where like your metabolism is catching up to you. Like in the dad bod. Yes. Although, let's talk about, want to talk about dad bods for a second? Let's talk about Zac Efron. I will, if he's single, I will take him. <laughs> he just keeps getting better with age. Like I just, oh God. Oh but, yeah. No. I don't know. He never, he never really did that. I, my biggest issue is I have a bad boy complex and oh. I can admit it. So like, the high school musical bowl cut, like the whole dancing. Oh yeah. That's probably my biggest underlying issue is I need them to have an issue. Like I loved Bradley Cooper in, um, okay. in the movie with Lady Gaga. Like he was a raging alcoholic and he peed his pants on stage. And he was like a horrible person, but I was like, the most I love him. Ever <laughs> <laughs> so like, that's where I'm coming you, from. Bradley Cooper with pee in your pants. <laughs> I get it. No, but you're right. There's like three, they need to grow up and it's like, you're ready. You're there. Unfortunately for women, we don't get that luxury right. of sitting there saying, I have all the time in the world. I can do this my whole life. Yeah. You don't. So like, if you want a family, if you want kids, like in your head, your mind going tick, 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 tick. hundred percent. Yeah. And I, listen, I'll be the first one to say when I was younger, I wanted like seven kids. Now I'm lucky if I even want one. But if I even want one, I have to find somebody soon because I'm 33. It's not getting. And I think too, like to get me. <laughs> guys don't have an issue like being an older dad. I'm finding that more and more. And um, I remember I went on a date with a guy and we were the exact same age. And he had said like, well, aren't you like, he, it was a disaster. It's a story for another time. But he had said like, oh, aren't you worried like that you're getting older and like about kids? And I was like, aren't you worried? You know? <laughs> well, it's, it's completely different from them. They don't have to worry. Girls have the real raw end of the stick. They do. It is what it is. And basically what it comes down to, Kristen, is there's somebody out there for everybody. And I honestly believe that I just might meet mine when I'm 89. Yeah, I know. I constantly think too. I think, you know, like mama June, did you ever watch honey boo boo? Yeah. Like, she, all of her, she has like four or five baby daddies. And I'm like, Oh my God, she had all these men. And I'm like, still floating around here <laughs> like, on the flip side like 
being single, like, yeah, it's, uh, as we talked about, it's a lot, it's a lot of work and it's, it is a little bit of pressure, but also it's nice to be able to have like the freedom to live your life, your own choices. And like, yeah, if I don't have to ask permission for anything, no, I, you know, I can just go do it. It's it's like a bonus. And if shit isn't working out, like you can be like, okay, well, I'm going to delete you from my, uh, message list in Bumble and I have to see you again. I am proud of being single. There's times where I really like the weddings and all those family reunions and family birthday parties. And you're seeing all these couples and these kids and you're like, oh, I really want it. I really want it. But then I'm like, I literally built myself. I built what I am. I worked on me first. And there's not one regret that I have about that. I love what I do for work. I worked really hard to get where I where I am in my company that I'm working for. And I, I have no regrets of that. Obviously I would like the other stuff that comes with it, but I can take care of myself. I love that. I love that. I don't need no man. <laughs> exactly. What a great attitude to have. And I think that our listeners can definitely not only completely agree with everything we talked about today, but also just that sentiment that, you know what, like I'm doing great. And if you know, someone comes comes into my life, that's a bonus. Well, Jess, this has been so great. To close, do you have anything that you just want to leave us with before we sign off for the day? Basically, I think it's just, just be you. Don't change for anyone. You are who you are and love it. That is amazing. Thank you so much, Jess. This has been awesome. And I just appreciate you being so (laughs) honest, (laughs) transparent, honest, because I think it's so relatable, everything that you talked about. And the fact that like, we're having this, we're just sitting here having this conversation and it's just like, we're nodding our, our heads at what each each other saying. So I know a lot of people can relate. So we'll definitely have to have you on again. Well, this episode made me think about the Beyonce single lady song that they play at weddings and all the single ladies come out and they uh, 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 oh, with their left fingers in the air. And then that meme that has come out that said, Beyonce wrote a song about all you single girls and then she left you there dancing in a circle by yourselves. Yeah, I feel that. In reflection of today's episode, I feel that. Either way, weddings, they are what they are. We're there to support our friends and just have a good time. So be like me, be like Jess, have a couple of drinks, tear up the dance floor, and just do your thing. Special thanks to Jess for coming on. There were so many pain points during that that I think a lot of us can sympathize with and agree with. Especially, you know, I don't wanna see any pictures of your private part, so keep those under wraps. Appreciate it. As always, don't forget to subscribe wherever you find your podcast. I say it every week, but definitely subscribe. Don't forget to leave a review and follow the podcast on Instagram at Cowboys Gone Pod. As a side note, um, I am in conversations with a male guest to come on and give his perspective. So coming soon, can't wait to have him on and I'll be soliciting some questions from the audience to ask him. So check out my IG stories in the coming weeks to submit your questions. Uh, That should be a good one. All right, I will see you next week.